Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to Thermo Fisher's very first Behind the Science podcast. This is a podcast for those who seek inspiration and motivation in their daily work, for those who would like to understand how finance, IT, customer service professionals can contribute and leave impact on the industry of science. Today, we will continue our discussion with Anita Spishko. She is the environmental health and safety specialist at Thermo Fisher Scientific in Budapest. Her story is proof that no matter how long the journey, you will get there finally if you work with passion and purpose. I think this is what I always want to do my best, even if it's a, it can be a cleaning or a volunteering or work or whatever. So I, I always want to be not 100%, percent, but at least 200 is fine for me. So this is my driving force, I think. In this episode, again, we are ready to go behind the scenes of science. Now, let's start. So welcome back, everybody, uh, to Behind the Science podcast. Um, I'm here with Anita Zbishko. Anita, what are the three words that would come to your mind if you think about your job? I think uh, it's challenging, rapidly changing. And for me, it's rewarding as well. What is the most challenging part? Handle the the cases one by one, because every case is something else like the others. So we have to always think about the whole situation, the rules as well, but uh, take our eye on the person as well, not just the rules. Great. A previous guest actually had a question to you. She didn't know that you're going to be your mm-hmm. uh, our next guest. But her question was that what was your biggest motivation to join the organization? To come back to a multinational company and the new place and the new company as well. Mm-hmm. How do you contribute to the world of science in your job as an environmental health and safety specialist? I'm contribute to implement all the new things in Hungary, what we have globally as well, and uh, try to fix all the issues, what we need to handle this COVID situation as well and the, the daily life of the operations as well. Mm-hmm. Our world has really changed over the last couple of, of months and we're forced to work in a very different environment and we do a lot of homeworking and uh, do a lot of work in a virtual space. How do you cope with that situation? And especially if you think about work-life balance, that now you spend much of your time at home and you also work from home. So how can you balance this out? This is the situation now, so I have to accept it. It doesn't matter. The COVID uh, situation brings us a lot of challenge as well. And uh, people also need immediate answers and help so we cannot avoid that so we cannot say that it's a it's a heavy weekend or i have other things to do so it's always urgent so we are working in a 24-7 basis i think but it's not about this situation it's not about the work-life balance Mm -hmm. and how can you regain energy how can you refresh yourself if you like, because um, you work under tremendous pressure. You spend tons of hours on on the daily job. You also have your other duties, as we discussed in the previous um, edition. 
how can you recharge the batteries? I'm going volunteering with my daughter, so it, it's recharging me because I do something else. And uh, a lot of part of the volunteer work is uh, physical activity as well. So it's, it's really good for me when I'm going out, for, for example, in the forest to find someone for hours and hours. And it's, it's really good to me because I don't use my brain. I'm just going and do my, my, what, what we have to do. And it's really good. And how often do you do this? Remind me. The volunteering. Uh -huh. I think every week, you know, half day or one day every week. Sometimes it's, it's more. And when can you have time to have a rest? It's the time for rest. It's, it's also, it's really good because you, you are going out from the situation and you do some urgent thing. It, it, it's, it's a resting time for your brain. It's really good. And can you share with us a memorable story from your volunteering jobs or duties? The one that was quite close to your heart? Uh, last uh, few weeks ago, we went to a practical and uh, training for a two-day-long training with the uh, Hungarian firefighters and the government firefighting unit. And on the way, when we are going to the training, we saw three accidents. And on the way to the practice, we had to to help the three injured people and cars and then a lot of things. So we rescued in real situation on the way to the training as well. Mm -hmm. Okay. You, you spoke a lot about supporting and, 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 and caring and helping people. How could you define your own purpose for life? What is your purpose? I have no one purpose. So just, again, what is, is I know it's, it's, especially in English, it's not easy to define or to describe what purpose is, but if you think about the driving force in you, then what is it? What is it? What is it that is really causing you satisfaction or joy in what you do? And this could be job or this could be work-related. This could be privately related. I think uh, when, I, when I feel that I did my best and one of my boss, he told me that I'm not just, uh, I'm that I'm perfectionist. And uh, <laughs> this was you, Tommy. So, yes, I think this is what I always want to do my best, even if it's a, it can be a cleaning or a volunteering or work or or what. So I I always want to be not hundred percent, but at least two hundred is fine for me. So this is my driving force, I think. And when you know that you did your best, and you get the outcome that you wanted, then how does it feel? Or how do you know when you did your best? And the outcome is, is okay or yeah, not? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's okay. That so. feels good. But then I want to find immediately another challenge. I'm not celebrating a lot. I'm just going, okay, that's done and, um, and we are going forward. That's always hard to make my personal development plan because my boss always told me that, okay, just do it and, and, and write down what you did 
and I always making like, okay, it's done, 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 done. I don't want to talk about it. It's, it's just done. I'm over on it. I'm just going further. Great. Aida, thanks a lot. Um, I really appreciate it, your openness. And I know that it's not easy, right, what we are doing in here. Um, but I really appreciate that uh, that you give a shot. And and I really enjoyed all you know, the insights and, and, and stories that you brought in. So, so thanks a lot. And before we close it off, um, if you could ask one question from our next guest, then what would it be? The question would be, is he there now? What he was uh, dreamed about? Okay. Interesting one. Yeah, and I'm really mm -hmm. looking forward to hearing the answer. So thanks, Anita. Yes. Really Thank appreciate it. Thank you very it. much. Thank you. This was a discussion with Anita Zbishko. In the next episode, we will have a new guest who will share their career story behind the science. Everyone can find inspiration and motivation in their daily work if you look behind the scenes of the bigger picture. Our guest today found that while growing professionally, she can also contribute to making the world healthier, cleaner, and safer. If you liked today's episode, add the podcast to your favorites to make sure you don't miss the next one. Follow us on Facebook or check out the Thermo Fisher Scientific Job Portal to join our team. You'll find the links in the description. Thank you for tuning in today. We hope you heard some interesting stories. And see you in our next episode of Career Stories Behind the Science. Career Stories Behind the Science were brought to you by Thermo Fisher Scientific Team in Budapest, Hungary. Produced by Brandfis Employer Branding. Let's look behind the science in the next episode.